This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 19, episode 1 of season 2. We're back, we're out here. Yeah. Feeling good. And we are actually back earlier than we planned because couldn't stay away for much longer. Nah, this is this is crazy. Well, we missed you guys. We missed this whole process of recording and making sure that everything comes out for you guys. This is Kat, aka a small domesticated carnivorous mammal with soft fur, a short snout, and retractile claws. <laughs> aka Kevin Malone and the Casino Night episode after he loses poker to Phyllis Vance because I suck. AKA, if Darlene and Angela from Mr. Robot were combined into one person, that'd be me, Bonsoir Angeline. AKA, the Welsh Shark Whisperer of Oslob. AKA, the Filipina Colada. You already know, this your boy Wilson, AKA, the new year near me philosophy died like three days ago. I'm still out here respecting women and not texting you back to me. AKA, young, top of their bitch, I said free among a web. AKA, Larry David and Johnny Bravo is the energy I'm going with all 2018. AKA, make a joke about Wilson the volleyball to me one more time so I can you catch these hands. AKA, it's cold right now. Let's cuddle and listen to Dipset while we ignore your boyfriend calling you. Nah, I'm just kidding. We'll just listen to Cisco instead. Hold on. Um, what was that about volleyball? <laughs> nah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of people making Wilson to volleyball jokes. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is dead. That shit is what dead. It's done. I don't know what this reference is. Castaway. <laughs> oh, I actually cried during... Spoiler alert. During that scene where um, they drift apart in the ocean. It was his only friend. <laughs> How can you say spoiler alert when we was like 20 years old? <laughs> 20 years old. Look, 2018 is about being thoughtful and considerate. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> just kidding. Because that's not true. Because this whole episode is going to be devoted to some of the biggest TV and movie happenings that just happened, and we're gonna spoil them. So no, if you haven't, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't go any further though, because I have a problem with your intro. What's my? What's wrong with my intro? Why would you want to be like Angela? I'm not saying I'm want to be like Angela. I'm just saying that she. I am like her. Well, at least season one, because yeah. She 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 takes the, my the basic side of me, and that's how she captures that. And then, but I'm not 100% basic because I have a side of like Darlene. So it's like if they combine, but gotcha. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like honest about myself. 2018 is about honesty. Oh, hey, I, I gotta watch my back around you if you're gonna be like Angela. Like, oh. No, I should have clarified. Um, not season one, basically. Well. And, um, but I'm also trying to capture season two, Angela, and how she's like trying to like be more confident and like, you know, take ownership of what she wants, but at the same time, you know, bringing it back so you don't go crazy. So, anyways, 
<laughs> I've thought about this, okay? <laughs> so, um, we've been gone for, we haven't recorded since. A month. It's like a month almost. Yes, it's been a month. And first of all, I want to thank anyone that listened <clears throat> to the Legit List and the last episode 18 because I was really sick <laughs> having to listen to that. Um, I just really appreciate that you still stuck around for even through my congestedness, my congestion. Yeah, and shout out to everyone that went back to listen to old episodes as well. I mean, we had a few people hit us up about what their favorite episode was, their favorite moments were, and how Kat was so wrong about Post Malone. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> you know what? It was a lively debate. You know, 2018 is about having discourse, about <laughs> opening up and talking to people. Um, it's about dialogue. So, you know what? I'm proud of it. <laughs> but um, I do I do wish I um, I thought of some one thing that I wanted to add to it, but I was like, man, too late. But it's okay. It's, it's in late. the past. No, 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 it's, in, it's in 2017. It's in the past. And 2018 is about moving on, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, you know, you, you had a pretty interesting break. Let, let, let's talk yes. about it. How yeah, it so I took a five-day trip to the Philippines, which is actually kind of crazy because if you're going to go, you're going to travel 20 hours to the other side of the planet you probably want to stay at least like two weeks, but I was only able to go for five days, but the five days was, I feel like I spent a lifetime there. Like, I feel like I not spent a lifetime, lived a lifetime. It was jam packed with experiences. It was awesome. Um, I hadn't been back to the Philippines. That's where like almost basically all my family is. Um, I hadn't been back there since 2009 after I had graduated high school. And it was the first time that um, Matt came with me to the Philippines. So it was the first time he actually um, visited a country outside of the US besides Canada, but we're not counting that. And it was awesome. He got to meet like my whole family and we did things like swim with whale sharks and um, other fishes. And <laughs> um, it was awesome. Now question. Did you have a personal photographer with you at all times? Myself. So, you know, I see Kat on Facebook and she's po like posting pictures of ev like her, like a hundred pictures of everywhere she goes. Like, like, yeah. she's, like she's a celebrity. It's fire. Like I was like, yo, like, she must've had like a personal photographer at all times. Well, you know, when I Filipinos, they're very like, they're very, very into taking pictures every moment. And um, so I had my mom there and my cousins there. And so if I wasn't the one taking the pictures with my phone, it was someone else, like a family member. And when you go um, diving with whale sharks, that you can actually like rent a GoPro. So the people that are like swimming, you, like taking you out on the boat will dive with you in the water and like they'll take the pictures of you with the whale shark. But when I got there, I didn't know how that process worked. So actually what they do, they're like, they're like, come over here. And then they're like, okay, I'm gonna push you down under the water and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna stay down there. We're gonna take your picture. I'm like, okay. And to be honest, for a second I felt like I was being waterboarded, but um 
because I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, you're gonna push me down the water and I have to stay down there and pose. So, um, but they turned out awesome. And I didn't realize the whale shark was like right behind me. <laughs> That's um, fire. That's why it looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, of fun for sure. they're, they're really nice. So they don't eat people, thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not even on accident? No, apparently. Um, so that area is called Oslob, and it's a city in the Philippines. And um, they didn't even know that there a long time ago. They didn't even know that there were whale sharks there. But um, one day, they saw these kids going out to the ocean, and they, the kids were actually like riding on the whale sharks. And that's how they discovered that they were there and that they were yeah. nice. So this yeah. community like built this um, program where like tourists and everyone can come and like swim with them and everything that they make goes back to the community, which is really cool. And um, so the thing is that uh, um, there are a lot of tourists, but when, um, if you're charged double the price, if you're a foreigner. So technically I am a foreigner, yeah. but I don't look like it. So my mom was like, all right, when we get there, Matt is the only foreigner, okay? <laughs> So the thing is, though, my accent gives me away. And as I've said in previous episodes, I cannot do an accent. <laughs> I cannot. I can't put one on. So I was like, all right, I just I'm going to be quiet. So it's me, my brother, who's also a foreigner, technically. My mom, my cousin, who's from there, and my and her dad, my uncle, and Matt. And so, like, thankfully, I can understand. The, the language and so the guy who works there he was like explaining the whole thing and my brother does not understand the language and at one point he and my, my cousin were both standing and the guy in the language says Lingut, which means sit down and only my cousin sat down oh no it's <laughs> like i was staring at josh like oh my god you have to sit down but he never did i'm like you're gonna give us away you're gonna give us away but um I don't think he noticed. So we only had to pay extra for, for Matt. Damn, what a jig, what a jig. That's a spy. You know, I, felt, I felt like a spy. Like, like, it's crazy how other other countries always do that to foreigners. Like, um, but, but we don't really do that here. It's, you know what I mean? Like, 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 Yeah, I feel like the close, I mean, you do, there's like, um, at Disney, you do like yeah. the Florida, uh, Florida discount. Or if you're like going to college, I guess you get like a discount. But they but they right. make it sound different. But that's like on a state level, like not like on a country level. Like we don't say if, if you're if you're from America, you get a discount. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Um there were still lots and lots of people from like there were people from Australia. There were people from tons of people from Korea. Just like there's always tons of people from Korea that are there and people from Japan and stuff. So yeah, it was kind of weird, like, being seen as, like, a foreigner. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you don't really, I mean, I feel like when you're in the U.S., if you, people call you a foreigner, usually they they say it kind of with a racist tone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, you know, how it is. Um, it's just, you know, the descriptor. Um, but it's awesome. And what else did we do? Um, I was able to dodge eating bullet though and i kind of told you about what that is 
Oh, the um, the egg, the the egg. Yeah, the egg with the chicken inside. Yeah, this is like this is like shit that like Anthony Bourdain would probably try when he was in the Philippines, and it's technically a delicacy, but basically it's an egg and it's been fertilized. So that means that there's actually a chicken growing in the egg. And so there's like an embryo in there and it's kind of like street food. They sell it late at nighttime because they say you don't want to look at it when you're eating it because <laughs> it looks like I'm a little monster <laughs> and you're eating it. Um, but depending on when you get it, like depending on how old the, the embryo is, it could be like either really tiny or it could be like it could have feathers on it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I have never wanted to eat that. Like my, even my even my mom doesn't want to try it. But like my cousins were like trying to get me and Matt to try it. Like it's kind of like a ah, you're like, you can see, you have to try it if you're here. Um, and on my last night, no, second to last night, we walked out of dinner and there was a fucking bullet cart right outside and everyone was like, it's a sign, you have to try it, it's a sign. Um, but thankfully it was like a couple weeks old already. So like, they were like, no, it's, it's way too old for you to eat. So yeah, maybe in another 10 years, suckers. <laughs> the way too old, like you cracked the egg and it looks like you like, yo, chill. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack it and just make chicken nuggets out of it. Oh wow, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Yeah, oh. take us down. Huh? What? Yeah, Peter's gonna take us down. Peas are gonna take us down. Peter. Peter. Oh. Well, you. I mean, Peter is probably gonna take you down once you. With your vegan idea, but oh well, that's, that's, that's not this episode. But yeah, that's not this episode. But um, also something about the Philippines is that their malls are on a are so much better than the ones here. Facts. Really, really. Yes. So there are like three or four huge malls there, and mm -hmm. the newest one is called SMC Side. And okay, it was four stories. There were, there's a bowling alley, there's an ice skating rink, there's two movie theaters. Um, they also had a full size X-Wing fighter from the Star Wars, from Star Wars, and it was like a full like display. And you could actually, well, if you were a child, you could get, actually sit in the fighter jet, but we were apparently too old. So we just like sit next to it. We went up the stairs and sit next to it, took a picture. Um, yeah, it's amazing. That's fire. That's so mm -hmm. random, but it's fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, I guess Star Wars is like a big deal everywhere. I mean, duh. Yeah. But um, it was awesome. It was trash, though. <gasps> it was. I guess. Do you want to talk about that during our um spoiler segment? Spoiler alert! I'm gonna call it that right now. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um. <laughs> wow, um, I'm hurt. So, but we can we can talk about it, I guess. All right. Um, yeah. Um, it was it was a really good trip, and did you spend both your holidays? I spent both my holidays on the plane. So, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, so what happens on like New Year's on a plane? Nothing. 
Well, we were in the airport during New Year's. And yeah. actually, um, we were, it was kind of stressful because it was like about to hit midnight and we were in this long ass line to check in our baggage and like everyone in front of us was Korean. And this is important to the story. <laughs> and everyone, and they, there were just like so many people. And then um, all of a sudden, like all of the people that were Korean started cheering. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's like 11 o'clock. <laughs> and apparently it was it had hit midnight in Korea. So everyone was everyone was celebrating. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Right. So now we're different, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Also, let's go. Come on. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I get that it hit midnight in Korea, but it didn't hit midnight where you're currently. Yeah. So like, why are you cheering? Exactly. And like, they were all having a great time, but I was just like, no. Also, we were stuck like at the very end of the line. And this, like one of the few white guys, <laughs> white men that were in the line, like decided to strike up a conversation with Matt. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> And like I was standing right next to him, but he didn't talk to me. He was just he was, he was this old guy, and he goes up to him. And he's like, "I have a feeling that you're not from here." And it's like, "No shit." Uh, <laughs> I love how the conversations always start like that. And he didn't even say anything to me. It's like um, I've actually technically lived in the U.S. longer than Matt because I was born a month before him. But okay. <laughs> oh man. And then um. There was actually there's actually a lot of um, white people in the Philippines. Like it was so weird. Like ten when I went there in actually two. Uh, I was trying to hear my computer. Two thousand and six. Like you would see some some people, but some white people. But usually there were like old white men with young Filipinos, and it's kind of creepy. Oh, they go there to be creepy. It's kind of that situation and maybe they're trying to find like a wife, but now it's like, they're just tourists all the time. So. Yeah. That's creepy. Cool. Yeah. I mean, probably there you see, see instances like that, but it's like, just, it's just very um, common to see like people who aren't from the Philippines just hanging out and like walking around and stuff. Right. Right. So, so are, you, um, are you on a plane during Christmas though? It's like yeah, twenty-one hour flight, you know. Yeah, we were on the plane eating Korean food. <laughs> um, because we flew with through um Asiana Airlines. Yeah. Asiana Airlines, <clears throat> and it's Korean, and so when you <laughs> when you get meals, so you're served two meals on there. Wait, twenty-one and hours, and you're served two meals. No, no, no. This is the flight that's um, between JFK and New York to oh, Korea. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's 14, 14 and a half hours. So you're served two meals. Gotcha. So basically you're served a meal and then you're expected to go to sleep. And then you wake up and you get another meal. Um, but you have two choices in the meals. And one of them is like, you know, um, uh, it's like something pretty Korean. It's like traditional where you have like some spicy like meat with the rice and you wrap it with like vegetables and you have like some sort of soup and then there's a rice cake dessert. So yeah. Or you can have 
steak and potatoes or <laughs> chicken and potatoes or um something else with potatoes and it's like okay obviously this is like the safe american version <laughs> and then it comes with like cake and stuff but um yeah i i liked it and i was able to catch up on a bunch of movies that i hadn't seen like i watched hidden figures and spider-man homecoming okay you finally seen spider-man homecoming yeah yeah i really liked the best friend and then yeah, the movie was fire i liked it a lot Okay, so you like you like that movie, but then like Star Wars again. Star Wars is all right. All right, all right. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that I can go back to the Philippines soon. Um, it's a really beautiful place, and it has beautiful people, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. you had a pretty eventful. Oh um, break. man! Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. So we stopped recording right. I want to say it was right before Art Basel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't get we didn't get to talk about Art Basel. So like, um, because Art Basel yeah. happens the first weekend of December, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. I think we stopped recording like that first week or something. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. All right, whatever. So, yeah, it was it was interesting because every year for the past few years, like we we're always having shows, like three or four shows in a row, sort of thing. Like, um, where uh, what do they play with Cardi or like Father or Denzel Curry or Rob Banks? This year we decided not to do that and do a, a pop up shop for like Rolling Loud merch instead, right? Um, but also this year. I decided to actually try to do some um, Art Basel things as a fan. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, go around and see things. Yeah. So, um, on the first day that I actually went out, um, went to this uh, Swiss Beats event. And um, it was cool. It was cool. Like, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys were there and, like, it was it was it was tight. Uh, Did you get to see Alicia Keys? Man, you already know we went through GA. Like we <laughs> out here. Wow. <laughs> GA. Um. Nah, but it was like uh, free drinks and shit. So I got a little little lit. A little lit. It was that free drinks thing was dangerous. It was like free drinks everywhere we went for all that. Why? I don't know. But it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Like, yo, like, you got, I think I didn't have to drive anywhere because it was bad. Actually, no, I lied. I did have to drive somewhere one time and it was the worst because I lost my car. Oh my God. (laughs) How do you you lose your car? You just couldn't find where you parked? Yeah, it was so bad. Actually, yes, my, I've only had like one experience in Winwood and I, it's hard retracking like where you parked, which right. where, which lot that you parked in. Yeah, trying to find your car for like eight NFC shots, it was just like, nah, it's not fun. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, go to the Swiss Beats event, and like I was cool with everything about that event until until the end. I had a problem. What happened? So, you know, like Shakey's giving you trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. So you know the artist Takashi Six Nine. 
Ugh. Yes. I know of him. To, yeah. to give a little backstory, he's an up-and-coming New York rapper. That he looks um, like he looks like a rotting gummy drop that can talk. Right, right. <laughs> um, upcoming New York rapper that got that pled guilty for uh, um, touching a thirteen-year-old when he was eighteen, and um, he also have went on interviews and said, "Yeah, he didn't have any, didn't do anything sexual, but yes, he did touch her, and it was on video." Right, so um guy's gross and like i don't understand why people support him but then like i'm i'm standing there um and i he walks right past me right and i'm like what is he doing here you know what i mean and then i see that that swiss beast brings him on stage oh no and at that point i'm like no <laughs> like that michael like, scott gif no yeah. no yeah yeah like it, it changed the whole mood you know it changed the whole mood like like people weren't rocking with him really. Like he performed like a couple songs. I think people in the crowd were like, "eh" about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it seems very different from like the what the vibe I'm imagining was curated during that show. And then to bring very out, I don't know, very. He, he, he just this is a very obvious like his like I don't know. It just seems like it would completely ruin whatever ambiance is there. Yeah, it was it was so different. Um you wouldn't um you would it was it was like completely left field. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the, the vibe was all cool. Like Swiss Beast was, was during Swiss Beast set, he was like performing like his uh old old hits, you know what I mean, back uh -huh. the Max and all that and then uh -huh. randomly he just brings them out. You know, it was just like make didn't make much sense. Uh -huh. Um but yeah, no, that was that was my first day, first day during there, um, and come come to find out, that was my only, <laughs> that was my only day actually going out because I decided to get into some shit, you know. <laughs> it's, it's oh shit, man! So. so he's getting a drink of water right before he goes into all this. Well, I mean. You know, when we discussed what we were going to talk about in this episode, right? Uh -huh. We said, like, how how detailed do I want to get, like, on my savagery? You know what I mean? So I'm going to I'm gonna hold off. I'm going to hold off on talking about how the rest of my art basil went. Oh, wow. And I'm going to go on to Rolling Loud. Just because it was, um, it's too much, man. <laughs> it's too, too much, man. Um, all right. So... Are, are you leaving that behind in 2017? Nah, I can't. I can't. Like I, I, I lied to myself and I said that I would. And like five days in, I got into some shit again. So like, no, nah, I, I can't. Can't. It, it is what it is. Like it's me. It's you. It's me. Um. All right. So let me, let me let me give you like a reference of like timing wise, right? Um. We fly into uh, LA. Um, we fly out of here at 9 p.m., right? And land uh, in LA at midnight, okay, on a Thursday. So Thursday leading into Friday, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we got a car rental in LA and everything. Um, so San Bernardino was where our hotel was, though. And that was like about an hour, an hour, 15 minute drive. Um, 
So instead of going straight to the hotel, because you know it's midnight and like it makes sense to go check into your hotel, um, we decide, hey, we're in LA, let's go eat, right? So we went went to go eat, um, through a fire noodle spot, mm, real great noodle. Yeah. Um, December was the month for so noodles. Good. Yeah. Facts. We, we ended up going back to that place. That's how good it was. We ended up going back to that place before we left. So um, then we make the drive. We didn't actually check into our hotel until like almost 4 a.m. Right? Oh, my God. Um, I'm tired of just is, listening is, to this. That's like 7 a.m. in Eastern time. You know what I mean? So, so you, like, just, like, you decided I'm, to eat some some soup at like 3 in the morning? Yeah, basically. <laughs> So like yeah, it's like seven a.m. Eastern time. I'm exhausted, but I really didn't have much time to sleep because you know we have to be up, up and at it the next day. So um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back into the actual event. I just wanted to give you an idea of like the sleep that I got. So it was like no, it was like no sleep. Um, so uh, the first day that was Friday, the first full day over was Friday where we didn't actually have uh rolling loud, but it was like. Um, you know, we went on site, looked at everything, um, got to see where everything was. Uh, but yeah, so that night I, again, um, pulled up to the, we went to this hotel and, and like they, the hotel was under like the company name. So I was like, damn, I, if I get like room service and all this shit, like I'm not going to be charged for it. You know what I mean? Hi. So like. Well, it turns out I ended up getting charged for it. <laughs> I ended up getting charged for it. Like, so we went to the lobby and like we were we were getting drinks. Like, yo, like, I, and I spent like ninety dollars on drinks and food. Oh my like, god! On the first day on the first day, just you, need to, you need to confirm that before you go <laughs> ham. You know? I know, I know. It was so bad. I can't believe I did that. Um, <laughs> like ninety dollars on drinks and food and like um, clock denied. Yeah. But I was like, yo, like I need, I need to sleep. You know what I mean? Like this point is like two a.m. I still haven't really slept much, right? Mm-hmm. And so I fucking need to sleep. So I slept a good amount of time. Um, I went to sleep at two a.m. Woke up at eight or whatever to make it on site at like ten. Um, so yeah, the whole first day of rolling loud happens. After the first full day, right? Instead of going to sleep and catching up on sleep, I um decide it's a smart thing for me to do and go hang out with this girl that I met right and I didn't make it back right I didn't make it back until like 5 a.m that was a dumb move on my end you know what I mean um but yeah no I went back I got a little bit of sleep again mind you like I'm still I'm still under 10 hours of sleep total in like all this time right Mm um Sunday again we ended up in the like while and now afterwards it was stupid like i got into some shit again it was it was real dumb um all right so monday we have nighttime traveling again on monday right mm-hmm. we spent the whole the whole day um we went to eat in san bernardino we went to la we went to go eat in la um and then we had to fly out so i slept on the plane but i slept a total of 16 hours <laughs> 16 hours in, in three days body. right or four days yeah it was it was bad 
and I came back and I basically came back and got like pneumonia. Like no bullshit. I got pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> because it was like I was I was it, I was cold and I got no sleep. So it was like a, a mixture mm-hmm. of both. My my body just said, nah, fuck you. But I got pneumonia. <laughs> um What a great way to end the year. Yeah, no, no. But like the actual event, the actual event was great. Um we sold out. And you know, it's our third Thanks. sell third sellout of the year. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Um our fifth sellout in three years. Like, um it's it's wild to see how big the brand has got. Like we had so many people come out, like, um, you know, celebrities and like influencers and things of that sort. Um I got to see like I got to see people. It's so weird. I got to see people from Tampa. It was it was just kind of crazy. Like I had this weird moment. I had this weird moment. So at the at the end of the the second night, right when the show was basically over, it was during future set. I was standing by myself, like on the outskirts of the VIP, just like looking at everything, soaking everything in, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And my old business partner from my very first show that I've ever had. Wait, 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 wait. The one with the. Uh... Porta potty. Yeah, the guy that helped me with the porta potty. Dragging yeah. it across the street. Yeah. Yep. Um, he he walks up to me. He's like, "Yo," and I was like, "Wait!" I had this moment. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, what? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And like, he so he was happy to see me, give me a hug, and all that, and like, um, kind of said like, you know, it's crazy how where life took us since that show. Um. Oh wow, that's gross. <laughs> um, but like, um, uh, it was good. It was good seeing him. It was um, it was crazy because I got you know shout out to Knox. Knox made the trip um to uh, go check out the show. Um, I got to see I got to see quite a bit of people from Tampa. It was, was kind of wild. It was kind of wild. Um, and you got to see people outside of Tampa who <laughs> who are um pretty pretty big deal. Yeah, you know, shout out to Sky Jackson. Oh Sky my god. Jackson. Sky Jackson was not the first person I was thinking of. <laughs> shout out to Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper and his what? girlfriend. <laughs> I got to see um You got to see <laughs> who else? <laughs> Who else came besides Guy Jackson? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith was dope. And <laughs> Jack from Twitter. Oh Jack from God. Twitter. What do you mean? Jack from Twitter is popping. What do you mean? Do, 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 do. Oh, you mean that guy? So yeah, the Beavs was out. Out. Justin Bieber was out and rolling loud. <laughs> Yo, that's that's an interesting take. Because that's an interesting story. Because like, um, there's there was a lot of a uh, lot of talk about um, was he gonna come? Was he not gonna come? Like, if he was coming, like, what was was he gonna be gonna come out during Jaden's set? Um, it was it was interesting. He's an interesting guy. Interesting. I like how they're BFFs. J and J. Um, I used to think it was a facade, but no, nah, like it's legit. What's a facade? They're for their friendship. Yeah. Okay, you can't just make 
uh, New Year's song together and not be best friends, okay? <laughs> Which I hope you listen to on New Year's because it's great. Nah, on New Year's, my, my midnight song was a uh, bank account. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Good one. It was on accident. What I ended up doing was like I pressed shuffle at 11 p.m. and whatever song that came at midnight was gonna be was gonna tell about how my year was gonna go. Wow! So bank account by yeah. Twenty One Savage is yeah. that's a good one. Man, I wish I did that. I think I was like in line for security. So <laughs> when, <laughs> when it hit midnight. Okay, so. I gotta finish telling you about the event. So the actual oh, yeah. the yeah. actual show, um, it was it was pretty crazy because like the setup um was like there was a like a dome like a building where they had the trailers for all the big artists. You know what I mean? All the, all the big acts, and then they had another trailer where they had a another building where they had trailers for the smaller acts, right? So um, the one with the bigger acts, like you had like you know, Carnage and, like, all these other people just hanging out. Um, they had, like, this, like, some, somebody serving, like, donuts with, like, whiskey shots. It was yeah. kind of crazy. Wait, are the whiskey shots in the donuts? No, not in the donuts. Like, and not together also. Like, it was, like, he was serving donuts or whiskey shots. Oh, <laughs> I was like, is that, like, a thing yeah. in California that you take a whiskey shot and then chase it down with a donut? Because I think I, I would <laughs> most definitely throw up. <laughs> were like specialized for the artists so like 21 savages donuts had like his name on it and like a little knife <laughs> like a little thing really um, yeah oh yeah, cool. so i want to customize donut to who want like to match my personality <laughs> <laughs> what would your donut be um well what kind of flavor donut first i mean i like the ones that are filled with icing and actually that's pretty i think that's pretty relevant to I am. Okay, so no hole in the middle, like a flat donut with icing inside. What kind of icing? No hole. No hole. What kind of icing? Um, it would have to maybe like the white one, white with sprinkles. Gotcha. gotcha. Rainbow sprinkles. And the inside could be chocolate or white icing. Okay, so what's the design on top? Just the sprinkles, you know? Okay, so the sprinkles are classic. Gotcha. Classic. Gotcha. All right, that's, that's, that's maybe you are like Angela. See, that's what I'm saying. You know, like <laughs> I think I think one of the reasons why I couldn't get into Mr. Robot in the first season, or we're going to get into this in the next segment. But um, he kept he keeps like ragging on Angela and how basic she is and how like she's so naive in her like happy life. I'm like, man, like I'm taking this very personally. Okay, <laughs> continue with really loud. Wow, I feel triggered. <laughs> So um yeah it was it was cool seeing you know schoolboy keys manager you know <laughs> that that whole thing um he did see, he fight see, you no nah, he didn't fight me but he was happy to see me it was kind of cool had a good interaction with him um, made some jokes and that I can't talk about but <laughs> but um it was, it was you know you know it's a uh, uh how did Trump say it? locker room talk oh <laughs> locker room talk. Yeah, no, see that that's the thing. I learned I learned like these guys, um, they say whatever, man. They say whatever, man. And, and like you kinda have to just like nod your head. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just nod your head understanding. Like in case, as long as long as you don't partake in whatever they're saying, just nod your head. 
But like, yeah, no, it was it was it was pretty funny and also pretty rude, but pretty funny. Um, now, uh, yeah, I got to see Twenty One Savages people again. You know, they're really great after uh, going on tour with them last month or not last month in November. Um, it was good uh, catching up with them, seeing how the rest of the tour went. Um, got to uh, be Sway Lee. That was pretty tight. He's um very small. Um, yeah, you forget how, like, the people can be a lot smaller or shorter than they are when you're just seeing them on, like, the internet or TV. Yeah. Like, wow, like, you're, like, a regular person. That's crazy. Yeah, Post Malone was out there meeting everybody, shaking mm-hmm. hands, taking pictures with everybody back there. Um, his team was so cool. Like, I fuck with his team so much. Um, yeah, it was actually, it, honestly, like, I felt like this was a lot better than the Bay Area show. Because there was no one getting into getting beaten up. Yeah, like we didn't have to worry about nobody getting beaten up. We didn't have any serious incidents. Like we had some small shit happen. There was like not even nothing. Like it was very little arrests or anything like that. Like if any, yeah. if any, very little arrests. Like for a festival, that's rare because normally at during festivals you have like a lot of incidents in the crowd that you can't control. You know what I mean? And it was like it was actually like a very chill vibe. It was a very chill vibe. You know why? Why? It's because it's too cold. Everyone's just kind of like keeping it was to themselves. Cold. Oh my gosh, it was so cold, and I had to drive like a golf cart from like literally like the whole the whole drive from one side all the way around to the other was like a mile, right? And then, and then that's yeah. legit though. When you have a golf cart, you yeah. know you're legit. Right. Right. So I'm um, going back and forth like 20 times during the whole weekend. My face just kept getting cold. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah, that's how I got pneumonia. It was pretty bad. Um, but, yeah, no, Future brought out uh, Young Thug. They performed together. Um, that was a good moment because that was, I believe, the first time they performed on stage together. You know what I mean? So it was a pretty big, big moment. Uh-huh. Um, Migos brought out Yachty, and they performed that Joe Budden diss song for the first time. <laughs> oh, was- yeah. I haven't seen that music video yet where they're, like, um, uh, re- when they're like reenacting that interview, I haven't yeah. done it yet. Yeah. Um, Post Malone brought out 21 Savage. Um, big moment. Have uh, they performed together? The yeah, rock stars that we have? What else? What else happened? There's a lot of good got good times that happened. Jaden like, Smith um, moonwalked. Yeah, that was a huge moment. Like that, that um, video is like everywhere of him moonwalking. It's pretty good. That was a pretty smooth moonwalk. I'm yeah. glad that people are bringing it back. For sure, for sure. It was it was a good time. I mean, I, I we're definitely going back. You know, what I mean, like it's well, it's California in general. I'm not sure we're going back there, but we're going back to California for sure. And like, I it's, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I had my doubts. I'm not gonna lie. I had my doubts that the show wasn't gonna go well. Um, because it was like two California dates in a year. You know, what I mean, I was a little stressed out about it, but. It exceeded expectations to all of us, I think. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it was a good, it was a good leeway to the Miami one, which you know we're going on sale um, with the lineup this month. So, yeah. Oh man, only we, less than five months away, right? Yeah, less than five months away. It's like 124 days. 124 days. Oh man. Hopefully, I'll be there this year. <laughs> Nah, it'll be. Um, so now, 
the other thing, the other aspect of all this is like, I learned that the girls in California are so fine. They're so fine. And they, mm-hmm. I can't, I couldn't live out there. I couldn't live in California. I'd be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. You'd be not getting enough sleep. I would not be getting enough sleep. Yeah, that's for sure. No, I, I, girls in California are trouble. Um, I guess I, I'll, I'll make this my only savage story. Okay. So, um, the first full day rolling wild, right? Now there's 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 like fine girls everywhere. You know what I mean? Like there's fine girls in the VIP section, fine girls backstage. Like there's fine girls everywhere. But to me, like the the girl that caught my attention wasn't a girl attending the show. It was a, she. This girl was a security guard, right? <laughs> Let me tell you, like she was bad. Like, yo, like she was so fine. And I was like, damn, I gotta make this move, you know? I gotta make this move. So I, I found like an excuse to keep walk to keep walking that direction, even though it was like a longer walk for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I could have instead of taking like a golf cart, I would yeah. like, walk. <laughs> I like, walked that direction purposely, just to like have an excuse to have like a couple words with her every time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had like a clipboard, you know, you know me, like I was doing my work, I was uh getting getting shit signed and all that, right? I had like my clipboard and I would walk back and forth. Um and my plan was to feel out the situation, right? Feel out the situation at the end of the night to see if she was like about it or not. You know what I mean? But like I didn't even take me long to fill out a situation because like on the second trip back and forth, like she was like she was like, um, what are you doing after this? And I was like, oh, damn, like, yo, aggressive. I like that. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm that. just picturing you, like, you know, casually <laughs> walking back and forth in the same, like, two directions at the clipboard, like, you know, <laughs> maybe even whistling, like, do, 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 do. No. Notice me. It wasn't, it wasn't like every, like, a, like, every five minutes, but it was, like, for sure, like, I would go back and forth, like, twice an hour sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Two, three times an hour. Um, so, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm, I'm trying to do whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Oh, so, wow. Like, Slick. <laughs> and, like, um, she was like, oh, well, uh, I can't leave here until, like, after after 1, after 1 a.m. Because, like, we have, like, she works for a security company. So, she has to wait until everybody leaves. And then, like, they have, like, a, like, a meeting with all security guards. And then they leave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like, yeah, um but I live in LA, so that's too far. But my friend lives in San Bernardino, so I can um go get dressed at her at her place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, like they got a staff hotels here, so we I actually have a hotel room here. I was like, oh, well, I have a hotel room too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you did, or yeah, I did. <laughs> you I did. almost did it. Yeah, that's another thing. That's a whole other. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So like, um, yo, like I'm, I was like. Uh, yo, this girl's really about me. Like, holy shit! Like, like she's making all these moves quick. So, um, yeah, I get, I get, I get. She like takes my phone and puts her name and number in there, blah blah. Um, so in my mind, I'm like, all right, I got it locked in. In my head, I'm like, all right, now I don't have to walk this direction that much because like it's locked in. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it's locked in, so I can just like take your golf cart now. Take my golf cart, yeah. So. Um, 
the you know fast forward to the end of the night like you know i text her i was like hey like you still down she was like yeah like let's do it a little bit later though like she was like do it like round two right Oh, I was like, so I was like that's cool. But in my head, I was like, yo, like, my first plan was that I wanted to get some food with her, but that's too late. So I was like, I'm getting yeah. some food by myself, right? Yo, getting food, getting food that late in San Bernardino is impossible. Like after a festival, because everybody's going to In and Out. Like everybody from mm-hmm. going a lot of leaves to go to In and Out. Like the line of cars in the drive thru was like going around the block. Oh my no God. Place. Yeah. Um, same thing with like Jack in the Box, everything around there. The IHOP wait was like an hour. Like it was, it was so bad. I ended up not finding any food anywhere. In the midst of me looking for stuff, me up and, was, and uh, tells me where to meet her. And like the rest of the night happened the way you think it happened. You know what I mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you you what do you mean? <laughs> um. I forgot. I gotta keep some of this PG. So like, it just it just happened the way you think it happened. Um. So the thing is, uh, the next day, right? Because I was like, damn, like this is only the first day. Like, what if I have to see her again tomorrow? Like, I'm not trying to fuck with her again tomorrow, really. You know what I mean? Um. It turns out that she didn't go as to work, right? But she went like as a fan. Um. Like. I guess it's the security, uh, somebody from the security team got her like a pass or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So she went as a fan. So, um, again, you know, I, I did, I didn't hit her up, but she hit me up and asked me like where I was at. And I thought maybe she was working at her same station. You know what I mean? So I walked by that area and I said, it wasn't just, she wasn't there, but it was like another girl. You know, like, I'm like, what's up with the security company? Like they're out here for real. So, um, I, I, I know not to make any dangerous moves, though, because, like, I can get myself into trouble in, in another state. I'm not trying to do that. Um, so I didn't do anything, but but this other girl was like, hey, are you Wilson? Like, this girl's looking for you. I was like, all right, cool. So I waited there. Girl pops up, right? And uh, she was like, hey, do you have some time uh, to walk with me, right? Like, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I have some time to kill. So we walked the site, um, went to go get some food, right? Um, and then, yo, like this girl hits me with this, the wild statement, cat. Like, is this the same like, girl, the security? Yeah, same girl, okay. same girl. She was like, um, "Hey, so my mom, uh, my mom like owns a security company." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, yeah, so she wants to meet you. And I was like, oh, whoa. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was like, I can't do that. Um, Why? I, told her, like, I, was like, I can't I can't do that. Like, that's, that's kind of weird. Um, wow. For a lot, she's for a lot a, of reasons. She's a very um, bold person, I'm saying. Yeah. So um, she, she got mad that I said no. I said, that's fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I just I just like told her about you. She just said she wants to meet you, and like she's like right. She just told she just told her about him. Like what within the five hours of being with each other? Yeah, right. And I was like, oh man, this is this is weird. Like in my head, I'm like, this is weird. So I told her I was like, oh, to to make her shut up, basically. Like I told her like, all right, I'll go. You know what I mean? Uh I'll go. So her mom like she was like. She owns a security company, but she was also working like as a manager security, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
This is so weird. <laughs> so, because I'm like, I have my clipboard in my hand. I'm technically still working. I just took that little break, right? To yeah. Hang out with her for a minute. Like, I, wa- I walk over there to where her mom was at, and it was like, her mom just like sized me up, looked me up and down. I was like, oh, he's cute. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Like, all right, um, I gotta go back to work. And then like she like grabs my hand, and I'm like. What is going on here? Like I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought we we had like an agreement of what this was. <laughs> I guess we don't. Um, so oh I'm like, man! All right, well, it's good to see you. I gotta go. Um, so I give a kiss to the cheek, which is like, oh. yeah. Uh, see um, that 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 she's coming to the Miami one. Oh shit! That was, that was pretty bad. So yeah, no, that, that's, that's my only savage story that I'm gonna give. All the rest of the man, see the one, people. the one person you decided to like hang out with after hours turns out to like have that connection of being of her mom being the right there working at the same event as you. Right, right, and also like she got a little stalker vibe, you know, a little stalker. And she's still texting. She still texts me. You already know. She you already know what what list she lands in. No, I'm not texting back. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. I thought that was just the list. Your te- your inbox. Yeah. Your facts. text. Facts. I'm at. Oh, I'll look right now. I'm at seven sixty six right now. Oh, that's not as bad as before. It's not. It's not. Um. But yeah. So after rolling loud, I spent. You know, I was recovering. I was sick. I was so sick for like a week. Um, then I went to Tampa for the holidays with my family. Aw, wholesome. Wholesome change of pace. Yeah. Um, while I was in Tampa, you know, I got to see a lot of people. I had a, had a little bit of a little meeting. Um, shout out to everybody that came through. Uh, that was that was a good meeting. Um, got some things lined up. But yeah, I'm excited. This is a, you know, a new year. Breath of fresh air. Um, yeah, I the, the trip to Tampa was refreshing for me. You know, it got me charged up, um, ready to tackle this year. I'm ready to tackle this year. Wow! So upcoming things for Tampa. Yep. So with the new year brings new segments that you know you're familiar with. Our cringe moment of the weeks and our puns and rap songs segments and washed or not but we have some new stuff up our sleeve and, and we are now introducing <laughs> two minute tantrum two minute tantrum is where the two of us wilson and i each take two minutes to rant about something um and you know us we get all riled up over things that and we just decided that you know we need a couple minutes just to kind of let it all out and each day or each time we do this segment both each of us will have our own topic that we want to rant about so wilson why don't you go first oh man i get to go first all right cool yeah you do it was this is his brainchild you know so yeah gotta run with it all right so all right starting starting the clock do you want me to time it yeah, please. Actually, you should time it. You should time it. And starting now. Okay. 
So, you know what really bothers me? Seriously, it's all these cryptocurrency nerds. This is like seriously terrible. Like you're you're trying to sell me this whole concept of uh selling cryptocurrency, bitcoins, litecoins, whatever the fuck coins. Like, yo, like you're sounding just like the Jehovah Witnesses that knock on the door, or like the people that used to sell the wake up now or all those other pyramid scheme fucks. Like Honestly, all right, cool. Even if it's legit and it does work, you don't have to tell me. Like, yo, people that do CrossFit, vegans, and Bitcoin nerds are like the same thing. Like, they just have to tell you that they do that. And like, it's 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 legit. Possibly the the, the most annoying thing on Facebook specifically. I'm honestly like, I'm starting to block everybody that I see. Like, yo, my my, my Bitcoin is doing fire. It went up two percent. Oh, like, oh my god, my shit going down. Like. All right, cool. Like people have been doing stocks all their lives and don't talk about it. Like grow the fuck up. It's cool. Like you made a couple dollars off your shit. That's fuck off. And like everybody that tells you that they have made like millions of dollars on bitcoins, good for them. Cool. They took a gamble and it worked. Now, just because don't you decide that you want to sit in front of your laptop and try to get all this shit done and Nah, man, fuck out of here. This is like a pyramid scheme, and I'm over it. I'm over it. If anybody, if I see anybody on my timeline talking about that shit, you're getting blocked. Straight up, you're getting blocked. It's so whack. And I'm, maybe I'm just hating, because I don't have any. But you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Like, yo, like, it's just, like I said, it's just like the CrossFit, the vegans. Like, you don't got to tell us that you're part of that shit all the time. And that's the end of my rant. Wow. I feel like you've been holding that in for a while. It's so annoying. It really is so annoying. So um, I'm glad you were able to let it out. You know, 2018 is about letting let letting out the negativity so that you can make make room for the positivity in your life. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I should start my timer. I'll start your timer. It's cool. Um, no, I have to. I have to see the amount of time that I have. I was going to say, cool, that's fine. Okay, go. All right, so my rant, two-minute tantrum, is about fucking Floor Bama Shore. So we all know the classic. We all love the classic, the Jersey Shore, right? It was amazing. It was groundbreaking. It showed the lives of the Guido culture (laughs) up in the Jersey area. And it's great. Like, so many quotes. Floribama Shore is garbage. It is, there is nothing unique about the people that are on the TV show. It is basically just, just like another, um, what's it called? Uh, what's that one where they all live in a house together on TV and then they like, the real world. It is basically the real world. They just maybe all have like Southern accents. But that's basically it. There's nothing like special or unique about the people. And whereas in the Jersey Shore, they all like had a thing that they would all like, they all had a certain look. They all had like, you know, a shtick that unified them. And they were all hilarious, whether or not they were intentional or not. Nothing, there's nothing like that in the floor of Bama Shore. Um, They, you know, they do the whole thing when they drink and they go party and stuff. But there's like, there are no interesting characters. You know what I mean? Like you cannot recreate a Snooky. You cannot, I do not watch it and think, wow, you know, she's, I, when I watch it, I'm like, I want Wow. Everyone should have a Wow as their friend. 
someone who will go out and beat someone up for calling you fat. Like you need to have people like that on TV. Whereas for Bama Shore, it's just just in the real world, except it sucks because it's not they're not as interesting of people. And so I'm hoping that when Jersey Shore comes back, it completely kicks Florida Shore out of the curb because it is not, it is just not the TV that brings me as much joy like Jersey Shore. Mm. <laughs> two minutes. And I know I recognize that this is like a couple months late, but this is, we did not have a ranting segment back then. So I had to let that out. <laughs> Honestly, like MTV is a bunch of fuckboys for trying to recreate Jersey Shore. Like the show, and it sounds good. Yeah, like I, I was telling Cat before we started recording that, like for human study, like I started rewatching Jersey Shore just to like uh to to catch a glimpse of how they were able to do like character building and stuff like that. And like, yo, like they had personalities. They had exactly. Yeah, they had and personalities. I'm not, and I'm not saying that the people on the Jersey Shore were like good people or anything. Not necessarily. Cause you know, they were the fuck, they were the boys of the 2010s, but they were fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. They're hilarious. So yeah, definitely. It's can't recreate that. Can't recreate that. Yep. All right. Well, I'm glad I was able to let that out. <laughs> um, so thank you for listening to Two Minute Tantrum. That's the intro right there. Maybe we'll have actual horns and not my mic. I can't do it anymore. Um, but yeah. So... I also forgot to mention during my during the break that Wilson got me a really nice present. Or did he? Also, your Christmas present is still on its way. I thought of another thing that I wanted to add to it, so I have to like do that and then I'm gonna mail it. Anyways, Wilson got me and Matt a really cool present, but also a really horrifying one. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the Amazon Echo. Yeah, see, I'm I get real thoughtful. When it comes to gift giving, like I give gifts that like is not necessarily about what it is versus what it means. You know what I mean? And like I know that you know, Cat and Matt were like watching Mr. Robot heavily, and yeah. I also know that they like Black Mirror, so it yep, just kind of fit in, you know. And so Wilson is basically saying that he is thoughtful about having my thoughts added to some sort of server where the government and corporations can keep track of all of that. So thank you. But no, it's actually been really entertaining. Um, last night, for example, we played, um, it's like a guessing game where you think of a person and she has to, Alexa has to guess who it is. Yeah. And that was creepy as fuck. Like uh, my person was, <laughs> Hillary Duff and like <laughs> I don't know how she first she guessed Zach Efron and like eh, wrong guess again bitch but then she like guessed correctly and it was really creepy because like I don't know how she arrived to that answer you know um <laughs> uh and then we also like and then Matt did this thing where he like she did like fart facts or something and made a fart sound every time she said the fact so it's really really um enhanced our our lives so thank you <laughs> honestly like i keep my my alexa next to my bed like, it's next it's right there too yeah yeah, it's, it's yeah. Next to my bed for sure it's it's 
it's part of my everyday life. It's my alarm clock. Like it's keeps my reminders. It uh, I I put like I put like thunder noises when I go to sleep. You know. What I mean? Wow. Can you have it turn off after a certain amount of time? The sounds. I believe so. You said it with the app. Oh, the app. The app. Um. Yeah, we had like city sounds. I'm like, wow, you know. And then I it would turn off, and all of a sudden, it, things felt so silent. Um, but I've been having Missy Elliott wake me up in the morning. Oh, yeah, the alarm thing. Yeah. So in the in the alarm settings, you can set different alarm sounds, and one of them is Missy Elliott yelling at you. So random. <laughs> and she's like, "Come on, it's time to wake up. Time to start your day." And then I just end up yelling back at her and um, going back to sleep. So. Yeah, that's the thing. If you don't if you don't yell at her to stop, it's gonna keep repeating it. Yeah. So every morning, I'm just like, Alexa, stop. Alexa, yeah. stop. Um, she's probably hearing me right now. Um, so, yeah, but it does definitely relate to our latest sessions, which are Mr. Robot, which is amazing. I am so disappointed in myself for doubting it when I first started watching it. And then I watched Mr. Robot is the it's the TV show that I've watched the fastest, if that makes sense. So within like two weeks, I watched three seasons. They're long episodes too. And they're, yeah, an hour long. And there, there's like 12 episodes or yeah. something like that. 12, yeah. Oh my gosh. It is, the last time I felt this way about a TV show was when I was watching Breaking Bad. And what I mean by that is when I was watching Breaking Bad, like every episode was very intentional. And like nothing was like, like I never watched an episode and be like, why did they include that? No, everything is very important to the story. Um, and that I just, it's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. Um, and then the other show is Black Mirror, Duh, which just came out with season four. Um, so what do you want to talk about first, Mr. Robot or Black Mirror? Mr. Robot. All right, spoiler alert, if you don't, if you wanna watch uh, Mr. Robot, skip over this because we're gonna talk about the whole thing, including yeah, Black Mirror. Skip like 20 minutes if you don't wanna hear any spoilers. Yeah, also Black Mirror, you should not have an excuse at this point because there's only six episodes and it's been out for like two weeks, so. Yeah. Come back to that. All right, Mr. Robot, so. I think I remember you saying that this last season, season three, was like the best season by far of TV history. By far, like the it, it had um had its moments where like some episodes right were so important to not just the show but just just like social commentary and things of that sort. And um like I don't remember the episode name, but the episode where Elliot uh had to like watch watch for that little kid you know talking about yes so he, yeah that episode was so amazing it was, it was so beautiful incredible. and it was a really nice change of pace from um like the intensity and like the dark parts of the show because like things just seem like they're getting worse and worse for everyone in the series but that episode was it was so lighthearted and well Except for the fact that he was going to try to kill him all that day, but um, yeah, like it, was, it was it was it was it almost felt like that kid wasn't real, and it was like part of his subconscious. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and he was the brother of what's her, what's her name? Um, I forgot her name too. But um, yeah, he just came like right when Elliot needed. Yeah, Elliot was contemplating suicide, and this kid comes up and basically like reminds him that he was a kid too at one point. You know what I mean? And and yeah, um, and basically what his uh things about his childhood that um he you know suppressed a little bit, like that, like the the movie theater scene and things like that. With the M and M's and the popcorn, which I really want to try now. Yeah. Um, her name is Trenton, by the way. The girl who, okay, yeah, oh, the way that she died was so horrible, but it, it made sense for the story. And I'm glad that I'm glad that Mr. Robot is not the type of show that is afraid to kill off its main characters. Well, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. I, honestly, going into the season, I thought Darlene was gonna die at the end of the season. The the yeah, pacing, but the pacing of it, it, it was so heavy. Like the whole season was so heavy on Darlene's emotions and things that she was dealing with with the FBI and Elliot that like mm -hmm. it kind of made it seem like the climax was gonna be that she was gonna die at the end of the season. I wasn't mad that she wasn't, but like I was expecting her to die to be real. Yeah, well, I was I was kind of upset when um what's her face um the wife eh, um what's her uh, um, um what's his face's wife uh. Her, Joanna, Joanna Welling, Tyrell's Joanna. wife. I was kind of upset when she died, but like honestly, she kind of deserved it. She but did. She was, she was an ass. She was a horrible person, like it really was. horrible and evil. But um, I was kind of sad because she was a really good villain, though. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but you can't you can't be saying that stuff on on TV and not expect backlash. You know. Right. So like the 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 wave of the season was like the season starts with like Elliot wanting to stop like keep Mr. Robot out of his head so that way he could okay. just stop all the fuck shit. Not him not realizing that Mr. Robot will come up at night, like in the middle of his sleep. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um like not knowing who to trust because he ends up finding out that Darlene works with the FBI and Angela works for the Dark Army, so it's like uh -huh. literally you literally can't trust anybody. Um, like which which ends up leading to that big episode, that huge episode where um the uh the Dark Army ends up killing seventy thousand people while he tried to save one building, which it was like such a huge plot twist because like the whole time we thought that the plan was to destroy one building, uh -huh. but that wasn't the plan. The plan was to destroy all the other ones. Um, and uh, Elliot felt like it was his fault because if he hadn't sent all those, if he hadn't sent all the documents back to all those various buildings, then they would have been just at one building, and he would and then the Dark Army wouldn't have destroyed all of his other buildings, which right. is not good for Elliot's mental health. <laughs> right, right. So, um, the but something that I have that kind of bothered me is that like Mr. Robot was fine with completely destroying the building just one building but at the same time it's like there were tons of people on that building like where's the line you know where between yeah. like being okay with killing like a hundred people versus a thousand people you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i guess that's you know the whole question of like moral ethics 
hamster robot. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. It just, it was weird to me that all of a sudden he got all ethical at the end. Cause like more people that he was expecting got killed. So yeah, it kind of. So, um, the, then from there, it's like, all right, Mr. Robot ends up realizing that he got played with the dark army. Right. Cause he didn't, he didn't know necessarily what, uh, the real plan was, you know what I mean? What the real plan uh -huh. was. So, and also Angela just kind of goes batshit crazy because. Well, can you blame her? I mean, imagine being like literally kidnapped into this house and like you're in this room with a younger version of you and then you're trying to like get out and they're just being told riddles and it's just like totally fucks with your mind. So I can kind of see. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But at the same time, she totally lost it. And, but I can't, I can see why though. Like she, um, dark, really dark army really messed with her head. Yeah. Um, White that, was, Rose, that was played, that was played really well. Like that whole thing of yeah. like brainwashing her. That was, that was played really well. Um, White so, Rose is so twisted. Yeah, for sure. So, um, the, and then, you know, fast forward to, uh, the, um, the scene where, where they killed, uh, Trent. You know what I mean, and um, yeah. You know I mean, like, and and they put the whole blame on them. They put the whole blame on them because uh, they 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 wanted to take the heat off of Elliot and and the Dark Army, right? So not making any yeah. clean their paper trail, basically. Rest in peace, Mobley and Trenton. Um, yeah. Like there was no. So when Joey Badass like was there, I was like, man, like. Well, Joe, Joe Badis is not going to help them, but I really want him to. But he, you know that he's not going to. I, I knew I knew that eventually he'll turn around when I when you could see that he was just doing his job, you know, any sort of shit. And yeah, at the same I mean, time, he, he fucks with Elliot, though. That's the thing. Yeah, but I really like Joey Badass's character because of, I think he's a really good villain, like, in a way that, like, he's just doing his job. And it's totally cold. Um no attachment but he's just doing what dark army wants him to do um so i think that's i think that's a really interesting character um but i'm still super sad about trenton mobley and they tried so hard to hide but it wasn't gonna work and it's really interesting how they try to put it off as like a terrorist thing like because she's like because of her ethnicity and it's like that had nothing that was crazy that had nothing to do with it but they like put a flag up there it was twisted um, and the the other part the other part about all this is like the sub stories. There was a lot of subplots that were that were real heavy too. Like the whole thing with the FBI agent and like there being a crooked FBI agent. Yeah. And like the whole season we were like, yo, like how does she not know? But like the season was just great. It was just so great. I had a suspicion that the head FBI director was in on it because like he was just so incompetent. And would not do, would not believe anything that um, what's your face would say. The one who's obsessed with, oh, whose only friend is Alexa. Yeah. Um. But I just, I, I was like, okay, either he's in on it or he's just really stupid. Because I mean, that character of like the incompetent FBI director is always in like every TV show. Um, but something that I really appreciated about this season was seeing what Tyrell has been up to this entire time and like seeing it all right. connect with that, with that other guy. Um, 
<laughs> your favorite character? Yo, I love that dude, bro. The dude, the dude with the glasses, the the car salesman. He <laughs> he does look like a car salesman. No, no, he he plays a car salesman in the show. Like that, like that's his oh. regular job. That was like his regular job as a car salesman. And uh, and then he would, you know, when they call him, he would go. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And apparently, he was like White Roses number two at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just because you only see one perspective the entire two seasons and it's you know Elliot's perspective but you're like wondering what has Tyrell been up to and he actually seeing like the call that Tyrell made to Elliot when Elliot was in prison seeing that from the other side like it was mind-blowing like wow like there's a whole other there are all these other stories going on at the same time right right um another another good scene that was like it hit me like such a such a deep cut to the end of the first season was um when uh Damn, um, what's his name? The dude that owns E-Corp. What's his name? Um, hmm, Philip Price. Yeah, when Philip when Philip Price said, uh asked White Rose why did he what, what was it what was the end what was the purpose of killing all those people, mm-hmm. and then he said because he asked uh he asked uh to get rid of Angela twice and he never did. Well, we find out why Philip Price has such an attachment to Angela. I'm just saying like the whole purpose though he killed 70,000 people because 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 he because he asked twice because he had to ask twice about Angela. How crazy that is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's, that's so psychotic. And like I was wondering why Angela was like um why she was so special, I guess. Like, why does she get a job at E Corp? Why is Philip Price like giving her, being so nice to her, and like mm-hmm. not ignoring her? And then why is White Rose like kidnapping her and like brainwashing her? And it's because, dun dun dun, she's a daughter of Philip Price. Bah! <laughs> like yeah, that, that was that was a big big plot twist. Like that was a huge plot twist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had my thoughts about it, but then I was like. It kind of all right for the first season and the beginning of the second season. It kind of made it seem like he had like a little little thing for her. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more like romantic. Like I'm in love with her, but yeah. I'm glad that was not the case. Right, right. Yeah. Um, now the the beauty though is that that scene when we found out about her, right, and and Philip Price was simultaneously going on at the same time as when uh, White Rose decided to kill her number two. Oh, yeah. Like, well, that was such I, a beautiful scene. And I totally had a feeling that um, the number two was going to die because just because he keeps like um, arguing with White Rose, it's like, all right, you can't just argue with White Rose and think you can get away with it. But uh, I was reading this thread, <laughs> this discussion thing about season three, and you notice like the Dark Army, whenever they're in, they're just, they easily just kill themselves, right? Yeah. They just shoot yeah, themselves, yeah. and he's okay. And if you notice, White Rose, right before she tells him to kill himself, she says something like, "I'll see you. In, I'll wait for you in the next life." And it's because they honestly believe in White Rose's plan that she can bring people back from the dead. Yep. So they, they I was just like, "Rewatch the same way Angela did." Yeah. Um. So I was 
part of me was like, this season was amazing, but part of me was kind of disappointed because I thought we were going to get like a little snippet of what her technology was. And they kind of like hint at it a little bit in the, I think in the very beginning, they talk about they're in like this plant and this one of the scientists is giving a tour and he talks about how uh, alternative reality, alternate realities. And uh, I was like, Okay. I don't think it's going to get to that point. I, honestly, honestly, I think if it does end up going into that realm of things, the show is going to get whack. I think I think it's a facade. I think she makes people believe that that's real, but it's not really real. You don't think she actually believes in, in it? No, I, just... think, I, I think it's just to brainwash people the same way that she brainwashed Angela. Hmm. Well, I'd like to figure that out because I is she really is White Rose really just that horrible of a person that she just uses this as a way to get her way, or does she actually believe? I think we'll find out that difference um, in the next season, whether or not uh, it's true. The oh. cut scene at the end of season three. Oh, is really what got me hyped. Really, when I saw it, I'm like, oh no, not this. Because guy. it made play. My rant was about with the bitcoins, right? Mm. In in season one, Vera talks about getting into the Bitcoin early and all this and that, and uh, how it's good for the future. And then you know he goes to jail. Elliot gets him out, and then we don't see him anymore, really, right? And then now it looks like he got some money. You know he got like a bunch of goons. He's like dressed well. He has um, a fur coat on. He got, he got he got the mink fur coat on, and he said and he tells. Uh, Darlene that he's looking for Ellie. And I think it, it sets up uh, pretty crazy dialogues going forward. Yeah, I'm just wondering what does he want from Elliot? And uh, I, I wouldn't play it past White Rose to like find um, any people that has like shit on Elliot to like use them to further control Elliot. But I don't know, I don't know. That's just me being paranoid. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. It could be, or it could be like a third, a new player in the game. You know what I mean? That's what I'm. I think is more likely, but who knows? Right, right. But yeah, I mean, I think we spoiled the entire season for everybody. (laughs) 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 Now, now we gotta we gotta talk about Black Mirror though. So, um, how would you rate the season overall? Season four of Black Mirror. It's the best season. Cat doesn't agree. I don't know if it's the best season. There were. I think Cat told were, me. Cat told me the first all, the first few episodes were trash. Well, I watched the last episode, and I probably should have given you my consensus afterwards. So I will say that there were three, three really solid episodes. After digesting it, three really solid episodes. Everything, the rest of them were just like so, like eh. like I felt like eh afterwards. Okay, let me ask you something. Um. When everybody's favorite episode of last season was a San Junipero. Right, right. But let me ask you, was it because was it because of how it looks cinematically? Or was it because of the episode? Um, no, I really like the tech and how it wasn't what you expected. And it was just a beautiful story and I cried. <laughs> um, so I like the technology, that idea and the twist at the end. Gotcha. So you thought that was a twist? Yeah. 
See, that's different. Everybody that I asked when, was because of the story and because of the cinematic. Nobody says it's because of the twist. Well, the twist is part of the story. Well, I, I, I no, no, not not really. Like the at the end, I wouldn't say it's really like part of the big part of the story. I think the I think the people in general like liked it because of like the story, what it what it was, what it meant. You know, what yeah, I mean? it was beautiful. Right, but I don't think there was a plot twist. I think, and and I think that that that's that's what hurt your opinion on this season is because you expected things like that to come up, but that wasn't really a plot twist. Um, I mean, I, I kind of knew, I kind of knew in like the first ten minutes of that episode. You knew but that it was. was that they were actually old, and that it was a technology. Yeah. Not, not not necessarily that they were old, but that th- there was a technology of putting them in there. The fact that there was old was probably maybe the plot. So it's well, I didn't realize that it was actually like a cyber world that was created for like terminally ill people, so that they could live out their last days or forever in it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and also, just the story was it was really nice because again, I cried. It was beautiful. She chose to be with. They chose to be with each other, um, and they also got married. Um, but see, what I really like about one of my favorite episodes of Black Mirror is when um, there's like something that just blows my mind at the very end of the episode. Like, for example, one of my favorite episodes is um, uh, White Bear when she gets when she's like being chased around by people with cameras and that guy trying to kill her. And you find out that actually it's just she's a criminal and she's being punished. And it's just like a good episode. That's my favorite episodes. But, you know, there are certain episodes where there's not necessarily a twist, I guess. Like the uh, every the history of you where you can record everything with everything mm-hmm. moment of your life and you can play it back. I guess that wasn't really a I guess you find out that she was being cheated on for sure. And I guess that's a twist. But um, maybe yeah, not the same. I, I wouldn't yeah. be able to have that. I mean, no, I would never do that. Why would anyone do that? No, that's that's crazy. Especially the shit that I be on. No, man. Every, and I'm the type of person that dwells on everything that I say. Um, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, but no, the episodes. I think the three solid episodes were the USS Gallister, Hang the DJ, and Black Museum. That Black Museum is my favorite. Really, you you like the SSS Callister the most? Everybody said that was like the worst episode. Really, I thought it was like it wasn't a typical Black Mirror episode because I felt like I was watching an action movie. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it was cool. Um, I just at first I was really confused because I thought he was like, how, why is he? Why can't he just take it out? Like, why is he stuck in there? But then I realized after discussing it, um, like because it was kind of like a rogue game during yeah. the update, it got deleted. So he like lost his privileges and is like stuck in there. Yeah. And it's the holiday season, so he's just gonna be like out for weeks, and no one's gonna check on him. Yeah. That's crazy. That was cool. Like it, 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 it kind of made me feel, to be real, like that. Uh, that that was like sort of like a shot to like the VR systems and everything like that. You know what I mean? Like. How how much is taking over right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was a cool episode. Um, personally, to me, I liked all of them. The one that it, what I would say was the worst one was Metalhead. Yeah, I well, 
Yes, it was. Um, she was a really, the lady was a really good actor. And I was like totally into it up until literally like the last five seconds when they showed that it was just a box of teddy bears she was trying to get after. And I'm like, are you serious? And also the type of person that um, with like dystopian stories, I want to know why it's that way. But well, I, 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 I just had a problem with it because they could have made the dog look more intimidating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, why, why didn't nobody just like pick it up and <laughs> throw it somewhere? Because it has like a knife for and a gun for a paw. Yeah, but its paws are like facing down, you know? I guess. <laughs> yeah, but like, I thought it was. Nobody really, just stand um... on it. Just stand on it. Because it's fast. Yeah. I'll get is. away. But, um, I mean, you could say that like the movie Chucky. Yeah. Why it's a doll? Like it's like two feet tall. You can just kick it. <laughs> but um, no. I, and I really okay. So I liked. That was another another one that I felt similar to was Crocodile. Like the acting was really awesome, and I was getting really into it up until, and then like the ending was just kind of like what? <laughs> Damn! I just couldn't believe that she was just gonna like kill all those people. Like. Yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. I mean, I, I, I liked it. I liked it because uh, the pacing of it. The pacing of it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Archangel was real fire. Jodie Foster snapped on that one. She snapped. It was good, but I also thought it was, like, really predictable. I mean, the, the scene of her beating up the mom with the thing was just, like, you, like it was intense because... It was like a buildup, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I told like build up. I totally thought though that um she was gonna beat up her mom with the tablet, right? And then it was gonna be stuck on um censored mode. Mm -hmm. I thought that was what was gonna happen. I'm like, and then she's gonna just live the rest of her life being censored because she broke the tablet. But then it didn't happen, and she was fine. Um, and I totally thought the mom was gonna die too, but she was okay. But I guess it was more dramatic that like she loses her daughter and she has no idea where she went. Yeah. For sure, um, it was it was a good season. The Hig DJ to me, like it, it was the most important episode. I think Black Museum is the most important episode. But Black Museum was the best episode. I wouldn't say it's the most important episode. But why do you say? I mean, I would say Hang the DJ is sec very closely followed. But why do you think Hang the DJ is the most important? So Hang the DJ, it. it all right, so my interpretation of it was like it it spoke to different layers. All right, so like for one layer, it kind of felt like um, people that you know live in cultures where you have to be forced to be like married to somebody and stuff like that. Like uh -huh. I feel like like it, like that's what they kind of feel like. At the same time, um, uh, like in, even like in cultures like regular cultures like us. Um, I would say regular cultures, like cultures like us that like um that use like dating apps and stuff like that. It's like it literally is just like trying to find somebody. And then like it's the whole concept of like it kind of felt like a, a controlled controlled government of dating. That makes sense. Well, that's what I thought it was when before they reveal what the app is like i thought it was they were living in this really like um 
kind of like another dystopian society where they're forced to find their the mate that they that the government selects for them but then it wasn't that i thought yeah it was just like random but then like you had to actually like live with them for that amount of time yeah but it was all just a test it was just a simulation to see if right. they would end up rebelling against the system and i think it's really at first i i'm gonna admit i didn't like it as much as i as I was going, ended up going to, because I was just kept thinking like, wow, that's a really like roundabout way to figure out if someone's compatible with you or not. But then I was thinking like, okay, like with all of these apps and stuff that test your compatibility with someone, like you don't really understand the, what goes into it, how they calculate it. And so it's interesting to see like, this is how this piece of technology would do it. And it would be by testing 1000 rounds of like how many times you were, would rebel against system with this partner. So I was like, that's, that's pretty interesting actually. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was it was good. It was good. Would you use that app? No, no, no. It's 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 kind of scary. Yeah, but I do like how Black Mirror has started to like include at least one feel good episode. Yeah. Every season. Now the the, the Black Museum was tight. It was tight because it. It looped in all the other ones in that season. Yeah, so many yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, also looped in the. Uh, it, it made it confirmed that it's all, all, all every episode of Black Sea of Black Mirror is in the same universe. Yes, I love it. Um, Just different time periods. What I didn't like though was the acting of that dude though. What? Really? Why? Is he is was he too over the top? He's too over the top. It killed the vibe for the for the um uh the season. Really? Yeah. To me. To me it killed the vibe. Oh. I mean it was definitely really different. Like he's just really like kind of silly and like almost, he like does not really see the weight of like the horrible tragedies that he had a hand in. Um, mm -hmm. But I thought it just kind of added to like how horrifying his character was. Um, and I thought Black Museum was really cool because you kind of get a bunch of mini Black Mirror episodes within one episode. Yeah, for sure. No, that part was tight. Like out of those mini ones, which one was your favorite? Though? Um, so I, I want to say that the it's not really my favorite. It just, it stuck with me so much. And actually like, I couldn't go to sleep. It was the one with the doctor. Cause I was so fucked up. The one with the doctor. Oh the yeah. Doctor. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so this doctor um, is doing this experiment um, where he can feel pain that when the patient is hooked up to the system, but then it gets like fucked up. And, he, and then the pain that he feels, it comes translates as a pleasure for him. And he just runs with it. And the scene where he's drilling a hole into a homeless person's head was, I couldn't, I could not sleep that night. But the kind of, the fact that it was that intense for me, that's probably, it stands out so much. And that's, I guess it would be my favorite, even though it's really sick. Um, but I, I don't know if it was predictable to everyone else, but I totally thought that the girl who went into the museum was gonna be like, I thought she was in danger. <laughs> Like I thought that the guy was gonna drink all her water and then she was gonna be out and she was like, not she's gonna like be trapped in there. Um, it was all part of the plan. I didn't see it coming. 
Well, what I what I um what I felt was gonna happen was oh, oh I, I like not that I felt what I felt was gonna happen. What I what I found a little predictable was the fact that she had some relation to the to the dude, whether she was oh. his wife, whether she was his wife, or something. It was just like it just seemed like uh, the whole thing with the AC, right? With the AC, it just seemed like she was too okay with everything, right? Like, oh. Like I, I knew, I knew, I knew something along those lines is gonna happen at the end. Mm-hmm. It's like she, I didn't know it was gonna see... be like his sister, but I thought it was gonna be something related. To no, that was his daughter. Or his daughter. That's what I mean. I didn't know it was his daughter, but I knew it was gonna be some sort of relation. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're kind of you're right because I kept thinking like, man, she's really brave. Like, why would you go into this creepy museum by yourself? Like, why are you keep going deeper and deeper? But yeah, but then you find out why. But it's cool. I like it whenever they're like hacker. Characters. Yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to learn how to hack, man. After watching Black Mirror and Mr. Robot, and you learn how to hack. For sure. Um, That's what was your... a spoiler, so I think. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. What was your favorite episode? Uh, favorite like mini episode within Black Museum? Oh man, I think like that one with that teddy bear. Who? Who only do you think? Because with... only because what? like if that technology was real, I'd torture my ex. Oh, so who do you think anyone was in the wrong in that situation? Because it's really complicated. I, I think I think in in no sense of like uh, life in general should somebody be put through that. So I think that the dude was wrong for agreeing to put her in in his in his head first. Mm, yeah, I don't. I can understand why everyone did what they did, but I don't think it should have even happen like you at that point you need to let let go yeah for sure um all right so um after watching all that stuff you black mirror mr robot um it is kind of crazy how our what our reality is like actually i feel like a reality is even crazier than some of the stuff that is on these TV shows. Yeah, definitely. When we were, it's almost that time, cringe moment of the week. But to be honest, it was pretty hard trying to figure out a cringe moment of the week, especially with our president, President Trump tweeting a firestorm of crazy tweets. The, uh, I mean, we're barely into 2018 and like there's just so much to choose from. I feel like he made it his resolution to just wild out all year long he's been going crazy only a few days in yeah and apparently you know tomorrow um he's going to be at 5 p.m he's going to be announcing the most dishonest and corrupt media awards of the year so got to put that on my calendar watch party at my house um <laughs> then uh then there's a book that just came out called fire and fury that's i actually downloaded it on my audible and <laughs> And it just kind of gives an inside glimpse into what it's been like to work with Trump. Um, but I think my favorite tweet, uh, which one's better? The Kim Jong-un one about the nuclear that's, buttons that's or favorite. him talking? That's my favorite one. That's your favorite? Yeah. I'll read it. So this is Wilson's favorite tweet so far within 2018 that Trump has said. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un just stated that the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. 
Will someone from a depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I too have a nuclear button, but it is a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing that um that button from Office Depot or Staples, and it says when you hit it, it goes, "That was easy." <laughs> so I probably just gave him that button, and he thinks that that's you know. Um, my personal favorite tweet is. This one. So everyone's kind of questioning if our president is sane. And he responded very eloquently with, actually, throughout my life, my two greatest assets have been mental stability and being like really smart. <laughs> Crooked Hillary Clinton also played these cards very hard and as everyone knows, went down in flames. I went from the very from a very successful businessman to businessman to top TV star and just keeps on going and going. Um but Matt and I were talking about this. If you have, if you're tweeting, like if he was saying like just vocally, I'm like really smart, then maybe give him a pass. But he actually like typed out like really smart, the yeah. words and yeah. being like really smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's my favorite. Um, but when we were deciding the cringe moment of the week, we ended up going with Mariah Carey's performance on New Year's Eve. Cringe moment of the week. You already know Mariah Carey is a, is a New Year's Eve goat. New Year's Eve, Christmas, just the whole holiday season. Mm-hmm. And, but during, she actually, like, people kept tweeting about how she totally redeemed herself in this performance, but I, I don't know, we can talk about that, but this is the moment that made it to the CMAL. Happy New Year! I just want to take a sip of tea, if they'll let me. They told me there would be tea. Oh, it's a disaster. Okay, well, we'll just have to rough it. I'm going to be just like everybody else with no hot tea. So, um, <laughs> she was doing so good with the singing. I mean, she was doing decent with the singing, let's be real. But then she, like, asks for tea in the middle yeah. between songs. What the fuck? She, she just... I don't know. I don't know how... Mariah, Mariah Carey can somehow at the same time always sound so bossy, but yet at the same time always sound good. Because she still sounds good for her age, too. You know what I mean? Like, but she sounds like such a dick and so bossy. I mean, when I guess when you're Mariah Carey, who's like basically created the word diva, you can do that. <laughs> she just made it so she was like doing well, you know, she's actually out there singing live, which, you know, you have to get her give her some credit because a lot of people don't do that anymore. But of course, she has to be a diva and ask for some hot tea and it's a disaster. Um, but uh, at least it's better. <laughs> I, I watched the 2016 performance. And that was really bad. And I really wish that we had a podcast back then so we can feature that. Um, but Mariah Carey live performances, videos of those are actually one of my favorite memes. Yeah, it's more, it's eventful. It's eventful. Yes, there's a particular clip of Busta Rhymes, Mariah Carey singing. And like the caption is, when you're drunk, aunt and uncle start singing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> But, you know, I I hope she gets it together, I guess. Too many classics to go to waste. Yeah, for sure. She has a lot of classics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a Mar favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, uh, no. I mean, I guess, really? like, I guess, like, the We Belong Together remix. 
Wait, so fun fact, uh, that BFF Anna and I, that is our song, the original, not the remix. Oh, okay. So who's on the remix? If I'm not mistaken, that's like Jada Kiss and Styles P. Wow. Yeah, that song's that song's been around and it was it's it's definitely one of her um one of her modern classics, I'd say. But um Modern classics. Yeah, because it's like not like the older ones, like um the fantasy, the B bad boy fantasy, that version. That's also yeah. another favorite. Um but that was like, you know. 90s right right. so you have to like you have to like separate them by decade you know what i mean right, right. and then he hero is also a great karaoke song so well speaking of karaoke when are we gonna run that back oh yes yeah. so in addition to new segments um we're gonna have some in-person events such as another karaoke get together um we're thinking maybe soon. yes at least if we can't do it within the next couple of months, maybe my birthday, April, April 5th, mark your calendars. Um, yeah, I've been practicing, so. And I'm gonna sweep everyone away with my karaoke ballad. Huh? How do you practice karaoke? You sing in your car, gotcha. obviously. Gotcha. Um, also, YouTube has like instrumental versions of songs with the lyrics, so you can actually just look up karaoke songs on the internet. That's your tidbit. That's your fact for 2018. Like, do karaoke more. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Do karaoke more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the cringe moment of the week. Um. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a long one, but we needed we needed to get everything out there. Um. We miss you guys so much. Uh. This is definitely worth. I know. Obviously, we couldn't stay away for much longer. We miss doing this. Um, and we're really excited for this year mm -hmm. because we already have a few plans that um, we're excited to share. We're excited to um, have you all participate in. We'll see. Definitely. And as always, you can find us at, on Twitter at 2 official 2 legit on SoundCloud and iTunes, Officially Legit, on Spotify and Apple Music at Officially, Official Jams. Official, officially Legit, legit jams. jams. Sorry. Yes. Um, I hope that master playlist was able to like really um, liven up your various holiday parties. Yeah, it definitely got me through. Yeah. It definitely got me through. Um, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all that. 2018, you already know, some dudes and shit. WZ happening. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under Catlin Design and on Facebook under Catlin. All right, guys, and we will see you next week. See ya. Oh, it's a disaster.